Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let Go and Let God. Let go and let God always let him lead. Whatever faces us, he is all we need. Let go and let God show us the way through. Unburden our load, let go and let God. You're listening to Let Go and Let God with Art Seriano. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a great week, and I hope you found time to pray to Jesus. There's nothing more important than prayer, because through prayer, we build a relationship with the Lord. And as our relationship with Him grows, we learn how to let go and let God, meaning we give Him all that is troubling us in our lives and let Him handle it. This lets us lead a life full of peace and contentment. For too many years, I had no relationship with Jesus because I didn't understand the importance of prayer. Then in 2010, I had an experience that completely changed my life, and today my faith is stronger than ever. So if you're struggling with your faith, have doubts, or lack faith, please keep listening because together we'll get you to a better place. On our last show, we spoke about the golden rule and the Christian belief of do unto others as you would have them do unto you. On today's show, we will have a very special guest, Father Dave Pickens. But before we get to Father Dave, we will talk about something that's simple, yet so beneficial. And that is connecting with Jesus. When we say connecting with Jesus, it's a lot more than just praying to Him. It's accepting Him in our lives 24-7. We want Jesus in our hearts. We want Jesus by our side, and we want Jesus leading us. Too often, when we conclude our prayers to the Lord, we revert back to where we were before we began praying. When we look at the concept of let go and let God, for example, what's the biggest mistake we make? We give our troubles to the Lord, and as soon as we share them with Jesus, we take them back and then wonder why the Lord isn't helping us. Connecting with Jesus is having Jesus as part of us all the time. When we rest, perhaps to read a book, take a moment and talk to Jesus. When we're driving to or from work, how about a quick, hi Jesus, thank you for a great day. Or when we're having a meal with our family, how about saying a prayer to Jesus, thanking him for the food we are about to eat before we begin our meal. There are so many ways and opportunities for us to connect with Jesus. And the more we do, the more we will see the value of it. And that's because the more time we spend interacting with Jesus, and making him part of our lives, the better our lives will be. Why? Because we will have a completely different outlook on life with us understanding that our top priority is not our wealth or possessions, but is in fact Jesus. Connecting with Jesus lets us live a very peaceful life because Jesus becomes our co-pilot, guiding us every step of the way, Yes, we will still have problems and challenges to deal with. That's part of life. But when we make that connection with Jesus, the problems and challenges will never be more than we can handle because we can lean on the Lord for strength to help us get through. Jesus wants to be part of our lives and he wants to connect with each of us. In the Bible, it says, John chapter 14, verse six, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
This Bible verse tells us that we need to connect with Jesus because it is through Him and only Him that we can get a place in heaven and be with God. The good news is, is that each of us can connect with Jesus simply by reaching out to Him, first through prayer and then by making Him an integral part of our lives. Understanding the importance of connecting with Jesus is another step in living life as a Christian. As we talk more about connecting with Jesus, the most important point to understand is that we as Christians cannot look at Jesus as a, I'll get to him when I can. In other words, just because we make time for prayer, we cannot abandon the Lord for the rest of the day. That is not connecting with Jesus, and it is nothing more than going through the motions, pretending to live our lives as Christians, but not having any real or meaningful relationship with the Lord. Jesus is there 24-7 for us, and we need to be there 24-7 for Him, meaning He needs to be part of our lives throughout our day. The first song I'm going to play today ties into the theme of today's show because this song recognizes who Jesus truly is. He is Lord, and that's the name of the song. In the song, we will hear in the verses the emptiness and loneliness we feel when we have no relationship with the Lord. And then in the chorus, how Jesus, who is the Lord, gives us a much better life when we allow him to. Please listen now to my song, He is Lord. Oh! 
You're listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about Art, email him your questions or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows. Go to his website at www.artsuriano.com or find him on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. And now I'd like to introduce a very special guest who's been on the show before. His name is Father Dave Pickens. Father Dave is currently the pastor of St. Peter the Apostle in Parsippany, New Jersey, and we're delighted he is with us today. Hi, Father Dave. Welcome to Let Go and Let God. How are you today? I'm great, Art. Thanks for having me back. I'm getting very excited for Advent and Christmas. I think we all are. So let's talk about Advent. I think most of us know that the Advent season is four weeks, and its main purpose is preparing for the birth of the baby Jesus. But what else should we know about the Advent season? Advent begins the church's liturgical year. The word Advent, from advenire in Latin, or to come to, is the season encompassing the four Sundays and weekdays leading up to the celebration of Christmas. The Advent season is a time of preparation that directs our hearts and minds to Christ's second coming at the end of time and to the anniversary of our Lord's birth on Christmas. From the earliest days of the church, people have been fascinated by Jesus' promise to come back. But the scripture readings during Advent tell us not to waste our time with predictions. Advent is not about speculation. Our Advent readings call us to be alert and ready, not weighted down and distracted by the cares of this world. Like Lent, the liturgical color for Advent is purple or violet, since both are seasons that prepare us for great feast days. Advent also includes an element of penance, in the sense of preparing, quieting, and disciplining our hearts for the full joy of Christmas. Father Dave, I know there are some differences in the Mass during the Advent season. Can you walk us through that? As we prepare for Christmas, the general instruction of the Roman Missal notes some differences to the Mass that should be observed during the season. For instance, the priest and deacon wear violet or purple during Advent, except for the third Sunday of Advent, which is Gaudete Sunday, when rose may be worn. Aside from what the priest wears, other aesthetic changes in the church can include a more modestly decorated altar. The final days of Advent, from December 17th to December 24th, focus on our preparation for the celebrations of the Nativity of our Lord at Christmas. In particular, the O Antiphons are sung during this period and have been sung by the Church since at least the 8th century. They are a magnificent theology that uses ancient biblical imagery drawn from the messianic hopes of the Old Testament to proclaim the coming of Christ as the fulfillment not only of Old Testament hopes, but of present ones as well. I know there are different devotions, including the Advent wreath. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, Advent devotions, including the Advent wreath, remind us of the meaning of the season. Our Advent calendar can help us fully enter the season with daily activity and prayer suggestions to prepare us spiritually for the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, thank you. That was very interesting. Now, let's talk about the Advent candles and the colors that are used and how that started. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, the familiar symbol of the Christmas season is the Advent wreath. The concept of the Advent wreath originated among German Lutherans in the 16th century. Both the evergreen branches and the circular shape symbolize the passing of time and eternal life. The shape of the wreath, with no beginning or end, reflects the complete and endless love that Jesus has for us. During the Advent season, we eagerly anticipate his coming and the promise of eternal life in heaven with him. Okay, there are four Advent candles. What can you tell us about that? 
The wreath holds four Advent candles. The candles represent Jesus coming as the light in darkness. As Christmas draws nearer, each candle brings a little more light into the darkness. Sometimes a white candle is lit on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day to symbolize that Jesus is with us. This can be referred to as the Christ candle. Each of the candles lit before Christmas represent an aspect of preparation during the season of Advent. There are four weeks of Advent, and each week symbolizes something different. Can you explain the different weeks and their meaning? The first week of Advent, the candle is called the Prophecy Candle, and it represents hope, and the color is purple. Purple is the primary color associated with Advent. Within the Catholic Church, it symbolizes penance, preparation, and sacrifice. During the first week of Advent, we remember the Old Testament prophets who foretold of Jesus' coming with hope and anticipation. The second week of Advent, which we celebrate today, the candle is called the Bethlehem candle, and that represents peace and preparation, and again, the color is purple. During the second week of Advent, we reflect on our lives and work on becoming better versions of ourselves in preparation for Jesus' coming. The third week of Advent, the candle is called the shepherd's candle, and that represents joy. During the third week of Advent, we are filled with joy for the near arrival of Jesus on Christmas Day. This Sunday is often called Gaudete Sunday, as we reflect on the joy the shepherds felt at the birth of Jesus. In the fourth week of Advent, the candle is called the angel's candle, and it represents love, and again the color is purple. During this final week of Advent, we rejoice in the endless love that God has for us, which is made apparent in the birth of his Son. We reflect on the good news of God's love brought to us from the angel Gabriel. Thank you for explaining that. Well, we have some differences this year because the fourth Sunday of Advent falls on Christmas Eve and New Year's Day, which is a holy day, falls on a Monday. Can you walk us through the requirements for attending Mass this holiday season? Yeah, this is a pastor's worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm sure it is. This Sunday morning on the 24th, we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent. And then we celebrate Christmas Eve Masses on Sunday evening or afternoon. And then again, Christmas Day Masses on Monday. People have to understand that if they go to Mass in the morning on the 24th that does not fulfill the Christmas obligation. They must come back in the afternoon or the next day. And then New Year's Day, because it falls on a Monday, is not a holy day of obligation this year. Thank you for explaining that. His name, once again, is Father Dave Pickens. And I want to thank you, Father Dave, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come talk with us today on Let Go and Let God. Have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you, Art, and Merry Christmas. As we continue talking more about connecting with Jesus, our best opportunity to reach Jesus is through prayer. And from prayer, we build a relationship with the Lord. The more we pray, the stronger our relationship becomes. Soon, we develop a feeling of calm when we keep Jesus in our hearts and our thoughts. Make Jesus a part of our lives every day and let the connection with Him grow and become as strong as it can. There is no greater feeling that when we have Jesus with us in our hearts, for it brings us tremendous peace and contentment. The next song I'm going to play is a fun and upbeat worship song that ties into today's theme nicely because the song is called, Be a Believer. Well, we could never connect with Jesus if we didn't believe in him, right? In the verses, we hear all the wonderful things Jesus gives us, like his love and strength, then in a chorus, the simple phrase of be a believer. Please listen now to my song, Be a Believer.
You're listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about Art, email him your questions or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows. Go to his website at www.artsuriano.com or find him on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. According to the church calendar, today is the second Sunday of Advent. The message in today's gospel is about preparing for the coming of the Lord. The gospel introduces John the Baptist as the one who will come before him. The gospel ends with John saying, One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandal. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The psalm for today is Psalm 85. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Psalm 85 is essentially a prayer for God to restore God's people. And writing the music for this psalm, I chose to use the ancient text supported by a contemporary musical style. Please listen now to my version of Psalm 85. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Justice shall walk before 
You're listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about Art, email him your questions or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows. Go to his website at www.artsuriano.com or find him on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. Each week, we conclude with a special message or story from God's Corner. This is titled, The Cross. A young man was at the end of his rope. Seeing no way out, he dropped to his knees in prayer. Lord, I can't go on, he said. I have too heavy of a cross to bear. The Lord replied, My son, if you can't bear its weight, just place your cross inside this room. Then open that other door and pick out any cross you wish. The man was filled with relief and said, Thank you, Lord and he did as he was told. Upon entering the other door, he saw many crosses, some so large the tops were not visible. Then he spotted a tiny cross leaning against a far wall. I'd like that one, Lord, he whispered. And the Lord replied, my son, that is the cross you just brought in. When life's problems seem overwhelming, it helps to look around and see what other people are coping with you may consider yourself far more fortunate than you imagine. Well, that's all the time we have today, but thank you for tuning in to this episode of Let Go and Let God. I would like to thank my special guest, Father Dave Pickens. The best way to support me and my music is to like and share my content. So please feel free to leave a like, a review, or share it with a friend. Remember to reach out to Jesus this week and pray. Get to church and start building a relationship with the Lord. Have a blessed week, and I look forward to seeing you all next time on Let Go and Let God.